Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, ladies? Today we are going to talk about how to start feeling like you again. So what do I mean by that? Well, do you just feel like you're on autopilot and everything is just kind of blah and dull and you just don't even feel like yourself and you don't even like know what things you like to do anymore? And I'm sure that all of you can relate to this, whether you are a mom with young children whether you are a busy professional who doesn't have kids, but you're married to your career, whether you are an empty nester, which is that transition in life that I'm about to be approaching. My children are adults now. They're still at home, but they're getting ready to launch. And a lot of times when we get to that phase, we finally notice that we don't feel like ourselves and that we've just been living for everybody else for so long. And now these kids are gone. And so is our identity right? Or for the busy, for the busy professional, it could be, you kind of climb the mountain, right? You conquer your goals in the business world and you're like, huh? Okay. Well, like now what happens? Or maybe you're still working your way up that corporate ladder, but you just feel and like something's got to give here. Who am I? What am I doing? And so whichever phase of life you're in, if you can relate to that, I want to give you guys three tips to help you find yourself again. And this is so weird. This topic just keeps coming up. It's funny how this happens like on a regular basis. I was just randomly kind of thinking it based on some conversations I was having. And I made a post in my Facebook group the other day that was like, Hey, what do you need to feel like you again? And one of my girlfriends called me today who was wanting to kind of chit chat about some business stuff. And she's like, Hey, I need to be Nikki'd, which is what she calls it when I don't know, she wants me to like help her like sort through kind of what she's thinking and we lay it all out basically. And so what she called me for was to discuss how to do some different things with her social media and set up a landing page for her business. After talking for a while and laying out the things that she actually wants, we discovered that she doesn't even like her business at all. And she needs to completely shift gears. And one of the things that she said to me was, I just don't feel like me. Like, I don't know who I am anymore. None of this makes me feel joyful. And how ironic, because here I was just posting about that. She didn't even know. Right. And like, it keeps popping up. And so I feel like this is something we're totally supposed to discuss. And so here are the three things that you can start to implement right now. Now, obviously this is like a huge topic and it it could take you a year to like break through all of this, right? But here's a really good first step for you to take and it's establishing clear boundaries. And I know you guys hear me talk about this all the time, but right now women wear many, many, many hats, okay? Like some of us are stay-at-home moms who are also homeschooling and going to like sit on the board of our church and we still have wifely duties and maybe we've got a small hobby farm, right? And you're like doing like a million things. 
or you're a busy professional and you still have kids that you're trying to raise and aging parents to boot. So there's that. You might be in the phase where your kids are teenagers and they're all in sports and all you do is show for kids all day, every day. And you're like, oh yeah, I would love to get back my body, but I live in my car carting my children around as the family chauffeur and it's drive through every night. And like, what do you, and when I ask people like, well, what do you like to do for fun? Huh? Like what's fun? I don't even know. Right. And so boundaries, 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 boundaries. Here's what I mean by that. Who needs your time? How much access do they need to you? What are your true responsibilities in the roles that you have? There is what we think and feel. And then there is what is true. So for instance, if you have a very busy business, is it true that you have to be the person doing all of the things? Or could you hire an assistant to do some things for you that would maybe cost you a little bit of money, but give you back some sanity and let you have a life? If you have young children, this is another conversation I was having with a friend of mine. And it's like, yes, you need to be there for your young children. You need to spend the majority of your time with your young children. They need you, right? However, those young children don't need access to you 24-7 and to be entertained. And they will definitely say things like, mom, I'm bored, right? And want your attention and act up because they want your attention. And part of parenting is teaching our children that they don't actually get what they want when they want it 24-7. And that includes access to you mama. So I'm not saying that you should totally abandon your children. Please nobody take it that way. But I think that we get this like mom guilt thing going on. Right. And especially if we also have a job that keeps us out of the home. And so we feel like, oh, every single second of my day, I have to give these children, whatever, whatever it is that they want. And that's not actually true. You can, you can balance things out a little bit better. Um, how much of your time does your husband need? How much of the time does your career need? What are the true things about these situations. Don't throw all of your responsibilities out the window, but just lay it out. Like, what does my day really look like on most days? And does it have to look this way? Does it have to look this way? Do I need to be as busy as I am in this schedule of mine? Maybe it's establishing boundaries with yourself. <laughs> like For us busy body women, I totally get it. I want to do like all the things all the time. But the reality is that all good things for us to do aren't necessarily good for us to do right now. So what are the priorities? What are the things that you must, must, must take care of? So for me, it's my relationship with God. I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying every day. Um, Obviously, my children and my marriage, right? And then like my friendships, things like that, my business. Okay, now where is the things that I want to do? And how can I fit those things in, right? But Part of that has to be setting up self-care, like taking care of ourselves and finding our own purpose, which brings me to step number two. So step number one was where can you establish boundaries, schedule time for you, all of that. Step two, find something that lights a fire in your soul. Now, you may hate your job but you have something else that gives you purpose. You may love your career and it may give you purpose. And so you're good to go on that, right? But a lot of times when women say that they don't feel like themselves and they don't really have something that they're passionate about, 
that's the, sometimes the missing thing because we get sucked into all of these other roles that have already been established for us. And I'm not saying they're bad roles. They're good roles. They're great roles. But that doesn't mean they have to be the only roles. We still need something that we feel passionate about. And so if that thing is you've got these little people in your house and you're just so in love with them and that raising them up to be good, productive members of society who love Jesus and all of that, that's your passion. That's your drive. That's totally good. If you feel lit by that and if you don't feel lit by your current career or whatever other situations are in front of you. Like, obviously you have so much purpose and passion in raising your children, but if you still feel like there's something else that's missing, something you want to be doing, some way that you want to be serving your community, serving other women, um, I just, it could be literally anything, right? Maybe you have a business and it's kind of fun for you, but you would actually like to serve people in a different way. So, because that's what a business is, right? You're serving other people and you would like to do that in a different way, um, but you think it's going to pay you a little bit less. Well, if it fuels your soul, make the switch, like do something that you find joy in and it doesn't have to be your career. And maybe it's like some sort of volunteer thing that you do. Now I know we just said, let's lighten our load and not do so many things. Well, if you helping other people makes you feel alive. It doesn't mean you got to go down to the soup kitchen every single day, Um, but maybe it's something that you schedule into your routine, even like once a month that you get joy from. Uh, Another thing could be like, maybe it's not necessarily your purpose, but like things that make you feel fueled. And so you could totally do this as like a journal prompt is when I say journal prompt, by the way, somebody asked me what I mean by that the other day. I just brain dump on paper because pen to paper helps me think. So here's the deal. Here's the deal about humans. We actually think best, not in our own minds, but in conversation. And so that's why having really open dialogue with people who are close to you is really important. It actually helps you problem solve and process and become a better thinker. Well, you don't always have access to another person, nor do you always want to share everything with another person. So sometimes to get my thoughts out and make sense of them, because I I feel like I have a little ADD sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do all these things. I just brain dump it all on paper. Okay. So that's what I mean by like journaling when I say it. So maybe you journal and you just brain dump. What are the things that make you feel alive? Like, What do you feel fired up when you're doing it? Or you feel like you have passion and purpose doing it? Or note how you feel with different people. Who makes you feel calm and relaxed? Who makes you feel young and fun and you're silly with this person? Who, even though you love them dearly, makes you feel heavy? Like different people bring about a different energy, right? You might love your girlfriend, Sally, we'll call her, but all Sally wants to do when you guys hang out is complain about her husband and talk about how terrible her children are. And you're like, I'm having so much fun with you right now, Sally. And it's not because Sally's going through some stuff she needs to talk about, right? She's just a complainer. And so we know and love those people, right? But if somebody is like draining all of your emotional energy from you, I'm not saying you cut them out. What I'm saying is, you note how you feel with different people 
And maybe you spend a little bit more time with the happy, fun people and a little bit less time with negative Nancy or complain a lot, Sally or whatever. (laughs) Maybe you notice how your energy changes when you're ingesting certain types of media. So Facebook, I actually like Facebook. My newsfeed is super positive because I've unfollowed everybody who always posts a bunch of negative things. Mine is all like people posting recipes and people posting like positive memes and like cute pictures of their animals and their kids. And like my newsfeed is an amazing place. However, if your newsfeed is not that way, well, first of all, start unfollowing some people. But even when you see happy news feeds, sometimes that gives people like this comparison thing and it makes them feel bad about themselves. Note how you feel and stay off of it then. Or you love the news, but you just like nerd out about it for like, 25 hours a day. Yes. I said that on purpose. Uh, and when you're not personally on it, every single one of your friends is sending you news clips from y'all's favorite news article. And and it's making you feel heavy. I'm not saying put your head in the sand and be an ostrich who just is not paying attention to anything, but then there's this other place where we get obsessed with a topic that actually drags us down. So like, what do you like doing that makes you feel light? Like if you want to watch um, what's like a reality show that people watch, uh, real housewives type of stuff. If that makes you like feel light and giggly and it's silly to you and you enjoy it, then do it. Like who cares if people are like, Oh, that's like, so not classy to watch TV like that. That doesn't serve any purpose. Listen, boo, if it helps you relax and you feel good, watch it, whatever. But so step two, yeah, it could be finding your purpose, but maybe it's just finding a way to like implement different things that make you feel light and happy and not in an escapist way where you're not thinking through any life problems and you just want to be checked out, but in a trying to like bring a little, a little bit of lightness into your daily grind, if that makes sense. So number one, we're establishing some boundaries, some needed boundaries. So we can focus on things that make us feel like us. And then two is what are these things that make us feel like us? What things do we like doing? What things are fun? What things give us purpose? Hmm, Those kinds of things. And then step three is you to start honoring the commitments that you make to you, boo. So here's what I mean by that. If you keep promises to everybody else, you say you're going to be somewhere, blah, blah. You say you're going to be somewhere and you're there five minutes early and you show up for everybody. But every time that you say you're going to do something for yourself, you drop the ball. You lack consistency. I want to lose 20 pounds so that I can feel good again and have more energy and all of these things. But you constantly start over every Monday because you have no consistency. I always use weight loss as an example because I'm always helping people lose weight, right? But this could be anything that you've been wanting to do. It can be one simple thing, but each time that you say you're going to do something for yourself and then you don't do it, you're breaking trust with yourself. What that means, like, I feel like that's just something fluffy people say. So let me break down what I think that that means. What I feel like that means is you Stop believing the things that you're saying. It becomes lip service. It becomes, well, I'm going to say that I'm going to eat good so that I can lose weight because that'll make me feel good in this moment. But I know that I have no intention on following through. And what that ends up doing is wrecking your confidence. You no longer trust that you know how to get that thing done. That's not true. You know how to go do that thing, or you can find somebody to help you do that thing. But you start to believe that it's not possible. 
that you don't know how to do it and that you're never going to show up and do it. And once we get stuck in that, it's very hard to make life changes, even simple life changes, because we're not valuing ourselves enough to follow through on the actions that we've set for ourselves. Not like I nail this all the time, ladies, let's be clear. I've been saying I'm going to do this and that and the other for 100 years, but, and there's lots of things I haven't taken action on, right? But what is important to you? And when you say that you're going to do something, show up for yourself. Don't let your excuses and your emotions and all of that stand in the way of the things that you want and the things that you say that you're going to do. I hope that that last one makes sense to you guys, because I think it's so, so, so important that we keep these commitments to ourselves, even like tiny, tiny ones, you guys, it starts to build your confidence in your ability to do things so much. It's these little teeny things. They're just these little tiny mindset things, right? That change your whole life. And it doesn't feel like it while you're starting to do these things. In fact, sometimes it feels silly or strange or like whatever. You'll be amazed when you start honoring your own commitments to you, like all of the other ripple effects that it has, right? You're respecting yourself when you do that. In turn, the more you respect yourself, the more the people around you respect you and the things that you say, like if you're going to show up for everybody else, show up for you, boo, because then you're going to show up for everybody else better too. It's like not even a selfish thing. It's just making you happier and better and more able to accomplish things without feeling like really frazzled about it. Right. Sometimes we feel super frazzled and like we're all over the place just because we have no consistency in things and we don't have any self-trust. And so we get all these grand ideas with no follow through and it just continues to drop us further into this hole. So if that's you, if you feel like, yeah, girl, I don't know who I even am anymore. I just want to encourage you that like, A, you're not alone in feeling that way. It's super, super common. It's, I think just, because we're so flipping busy all the time anymore, but you can get back to who you are and the person that you want to be and feeling really good and taking really good care of yourself is going to help with all of that, right? Because when your body is functioning better then your mind is functioning better and then your emotions are functioning better and then you're accomplishing things more easily and readily and you're happier and you're driven and you're on purpose and then your relationships are better and you have more patience with your husband when he's being obnoxious or the children who want your attention 24 seven and you don't feel annoyed by those things because you're more grounded in you. So how does this one sit with you guys? Reach out and let me know. I'm curious if this is something that you've experienced. What has helped you? I would love to know. I'm always looking for new ways to help the women that I love feel more alive and more on fire and all of that. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to put this out there too. If you're struggling with consistency, if you guys haven't seen this yet, I put together the funnest quiz it's totally free. It's up on my Facebook page right now, I think. Um, but I'll put it in the show notes too. It's just nickyoday.com backslash quiz. Here's what this does. It's just a few questions are actually kind of fun to answer, I think anyways. And I've been told that it's very fun to take this quiz, but what it's doing is it's getting to the root of why you're inconsistent. So we're all inconsistent about things, right? And we know we have to build consistency no matter what we're going to change. So for instance, weight loss, 
It's better for you to take small steps that you're really consistent at than do these big old grand things that we stick to for like a week. Then we don't see results, right? And so if you're always like starting and stopping and starting and stopping all of the things that you're doing, then totally go take this quiz because it's going to tell you based on your personality, what's keeping you inconsistent And it's going to tell you what you can do to change that, how you can use the strengths of your particular personality to work for you to accomplish your goals instead of having it work against you. So if you haven't taken the quiz yet, totally go take that thing. I will see you back here next week, my dear. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 